If you care for elderly relatives or maybe you're taking care of grandchildren on a daily basis, you're a caregiver. And that means there are typically some difficulties that you encounter. One of those could be financial. And today on the Best Kept Secrets of Caregiving, we're trying to help you financially, especially during the colder months, with energy assistance programs. This is the Best Kept Secrets of Caregiving on the Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry Podcast Center. Whether you're caring for your elderly parents or raising your grandchildren, life can seem overwhelming at times. Join Marsha Lee and the Upper Cumberland Development District as they help you make sense of it all as a caregiver. Resources, advice, and more starts now. Today on the Best Kept Secrets of Caregiving, I'm joined by Sandra Carter with the UCHRA, and we're discussing the Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program. Now, it has a long name, but it also has an acronym that you might recognize. It's called LIHEAP. Sandra, thank you so much for being here today with me and uh, and helping us uh, share some very important information with residents around the Upper Cumberland about how they could potentially get some assistance, uh, as we've seen just over the last couple of days the cold temperatures are here and they will be here for a while and that of course just like high temperatures in summer will affect our energy bills and the costs associated with them but there is potential for assistance out there and that is with this low income home energy assistance program also known as LIHEAP. Tell me a little about this and what this program does. Well, thank you very much for having me, and I'm glad to be here and speak about our LIHEAP program. Um, uh, our LIHEAP program is funded through the THDA, which is the Tennessee Housing and Development Agency, um, and it is a program that provides assistance for those who qualify one time per year um, with their energy burden. And the assistant levels can be 350 500 or 650 for that one-time benefit. Um, it gives special points to those who have children under the age of six, to those who are elderly or disabled. So when you talk about a caregiver, especially someone who is doing that on a full-time basis, especially around this time of year, just like you said with the cold temperatures that have hit, um, this can be a very beneficial program. Um, it allows for them to kind of breathe. Get a, um, a little... Whew, yeah, loosen yes. your belt a little bit. Yes. <laughs> things, and not you have, always say things are tight. They say, <laughs> and uh, and when you think about not, I mean, especially around this time of year, the the increased uh, the increased energy bills that you face, along with holidays and and holiday aftermath. <laughs> and and knowing that we're just at the onset of these colder temperatures. Uh, you know, what a difference a month has made. Uh, would we have thought a month ago we would have snow on the ground? And then we did before Thanksgiving. So bizarre. But uh, it definitely it, it definitely all happens at not a great time, <laughs> just financially, just because of of holiday spending and recovering from that holiday spending and the increase in energy bills. It's just a, a perfect storm to cause some pretty pretty deep financial cuts to a person. And that's why we want to make sure that anyone who is providing care to an elderly household or if you have children that you are taking care of, that this program can be very beneficial to you. Um, it can help you to not to alleviate some of those worries and Absolutely. get you through this time, especially during the holidays. And especially when you're dealing with uh, elderly loved ones who are on fixed incomes, you know, 
that that is definitely their income is not fluctuating. They're not getting a bonus. It's going it's this is what it's going to be. And when those bills fluctuate dramatically, you I mean, you can go from a three hundred you can have a three hundred dollar difference in one month. Uh, on energy bills, especially in the wintertime. And, you know, uh, I I read somewhere something about how the, my dad used to always say, well, you can always expect that when you get that January and February, it's going to be higher than anything else because your January bill is reflective of December energy use. And not only are you definitely using more energy in most cases because you've got family coming over, but they're actually is a reason I found out, and it's because of the purchase of a set amount of 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 energy from the TVA, and you can't predict what you're going to use, and so that once that is affected, you don't get the you you don't get it at cost or what I mean. There, it's really technical, and I had no idea that that I thought it was. He was like, they're just doing that because they are paying paying for the holidays. No, it's it's, it's not it at all. <laughs> no, there's always a reason behind that, and we do we do look at. Um, Anyone who comes in and applies, we look at a 12-month history of their energy, what we call their energy okay. burden, which is their energy usage. And this program can apply to your electric. It can also apply for gas, uh, whether that is propane. Also, we do wood. We do kerosene. So is this, how do you – I, I want to ask about – uh, I want to ask about, obviously, how you go about the, uh, getting through the application process and things of that nature. But how do you determine the amount of benefit? Is it I'm bringing you my latest bill or you you take an average? No, we take a 12 month average. Okay. That is one thing that determines points. Also, like I said, if they have children under the age of six, if there's someone elderly in the household or if someone is disabled, that gives them uh, more points. And the more points they get, the higher their benefit level is. Okay, and another question I think is good, especially since we're talking about caregivers. A lot of times caregivers are spending a number of hours per day in the home but don't necessarily live in the home. So maybe the caregiver themselves doesn't qualify or meet the specifications to get the assistance, but the person they're caring for does. But the person they're caring for is elderly and disabled. How... Is there a way that the caregiver can assist in the application process for the person they're caring for? Yes, there is. All we have to have is a release from that uh, from the person that they're caregiving for, and they can apply for that person. Also, if it is a situation where the person cannot get to our office, we will come to them. We come to their homes. Wonderful. That is wonderful to know because it is an, kind of part of this I know is paperwork yes, that you fill is. out and you do you can't get that online. You do have to physically come to the UCHRA office, correct? You can apply online. Oh, you, you can. You can submit your application online. If you have the capabilities to download documents, it will tell you what documents you need to download um, to send to us. That comes into our staff at our office, and then we look over those applications. If we need additional information, then we contact them and let them know, you know, this application is pending. We need some more information. Their caregiver can bring that in to us. They can mail it into us. So it and doesn't always have to be an office visit. And then at some point during that process, when it gets to the point of needing the face-to-face -face, mm -hmm. Someone would just call and set up an appointment via the caregiver to go to the home of the person being cared for? That is correct. That is fantastic yes. information because I'm sure there are many, many people who don't apply for this service because 
they simply can't get there. Yes, and we have, um, our funding has increased dramatically over the last few years. Um, and it used to be that we had waiting lists because our funding would be depleted, but we have funding available now and we are accepting all applications. And if they so need So through assist- the end of the year, you still have funding available? Uh, we, our funding began October 1st. Oh. And it will go through September 30th. Of next year. Of next so this year. is a brand new yes, cycle. This is a brand so this new is- year. So it's time to come back. If, even if you've been assisted before, you can come back in now and reapply. And if you have never come, Please call, make an appointment, let us walk you through this process, because that's what we're here for. And that, we want to make sure that anyone who is in this position, you know, these these are here, these benefits are here to help you. The last thing you want is a elderly, sick, disabled person in the middle of January with no heat. Absolutely. That is terrifying. That is our worst nightmare. And we try to avoid that as much as possible. And if you... Even if you're not a caregiver and if you know someone who is elderly and maybe isolated and you know they need help, call our office because we will reach out to them. We do a lot of outreach um, to try to reach those that maybe do not know about the program or do not know how to apply for the program. So uh, that leads us to a great place. Um, I want to get into that next. You're listening to the Best Kept Secrets of Caregiving. I'm Marsha Lee with Sandra Carter of the UCHRA. We're discussing the Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program, how you can apply, the benefits that it offers, the funding that is available, who you can help and how you can help them. And we're in the Connor Brothers Wood Flooring Podcast Center. Connor Brothers serves the Upper Cumberland with American-made hardwood flooring. For three decades, they've been doing that. You can increase your home's beauty and value with one trip to Connor Brothers Wood Flooring, Highway 111 North in Allgood and at connorbros.com. Net. For all your flooring and cabinet needs, Connor Brothers. It's the best kept secrets of caregiving as we return to our discussion with Sandra Carter of the UCHRA on the Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program. So what is that application process like? Can you kind of give me just a, a walk through? Um, just obviously not every website that you would go to, not every speci- not walking me through every step of downloading the social security income letter, not all of that, but just what are, what are, what is the first step? How do I start? Um, you can call our office or go online and, uh, and get an application and fill out that application. Okay. Once we get the application, there are certain documents that we have. And to have. It, does it include in that what documents yes. you will need to provide? Yes, it does. Okay. We always make sure that we have that that for you. Um, and there, like I said, there are documents that you do have to have, and we do have to have proof of income. So the because, Social Security income state, you know, the yes, letter. Yes, the letter. Yes. And if a, if a household gets food stamps, we have um, access to a system that we can look up their income through okay. that so that they don't necessarily have to provide that. Because I know, I know with my parents, um, they get their letter and then it, it goes up on top of the refrigerator or in a drawer. Oh, and, I know. If yeah. I didn't have the login to print one off, <laughs> yes. I'd never be able to find my mom's. <laughs> yes. So we do have ways to assist them with getting okay. the information that they need. What about this is uh, in in that same line. If a person is receiving Medicaid, is that something you can look up? Because No, no that's not. That's no. something totally no. separate. Okay. They, we have limited access to what we can get as far as, okay. as that is concerned. But we do have, like I said, ways that we can assist them to get, if they don't have the information, to get that information. Okay. Okay. 
And so so they they start the application process. They get it filled out, whether it be online or bringing it back mm-hmm. in person. And then someone looks through the application along with the required uh, needed information. And that would be the income statement. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other uh, things that would be that you would need the outside documents, I guess, that you'd have to provide? Well, we have to have Social Security cards for all household members. OK. And that's. When we, we consider a household, anyone who lives in that okay. household, whether so the they're related or not, if they're not would, related, or would, if they're not, if they're not living in that household, would not that would not okay. apply to them. No, okay. it would not. Um, we have to have a valid driver's license, birth certificate. Those things sometimes are hard to get when we're dealing with, with our elderly. elderly. Yeah, um, I mean, I know you know. For instance, my mother can't drive anymore, mm-hmm. and so her. She has a driver's license, but is it's expired. It's expired. So we can use the Medicare, Medicaid cards. Okay. We can also use okay. those. So there are ways that we can you okay. know, do that. Um, like I said, we have to have their current energy bill, and then we have to have a 12-month printout. And where do, so if I'm uh, in the city of Cookville or if I have the UCEMC or Caney Fork Electric, mm-hmm. do I just contact that office and explain to them I need a 12-month if you bring in your current bill and you let us know, we can contact them and they'll send it over to us oh, as great. long as we have that release of information. Okay, so so that's one one thing we can one throw thing, in your lap yes, and take off mine. Is, yes, <laughs> and that's what we're there for, you know, and we work very well with them and they work with us and we appreciate that partnership very much. Well, I, and I'm sure that they're willing to work with, very mm-hmm. willing to work with you because not, yes, only, not only is it trying to help some of their customers but it's also providing them payment (laughs) (laughs) yes there is and last year uh we expended close to three million dollars in payments in our 14 county area across the 14 counties Mm -hmm. is do you see a more prevalent um uh, application for any particular area we probably serve more clients in putnam county well, and that would stand to reason just because mm-hmm. the population because is the greater. Population. Yes. And then we also, um, we, we have to have the last 30 days of their income. So if they aren't drawing Social Security or some type of disability, let's say that they are drawing a pension or if they are employed, mm-hmm. we just need 30 days of their income. And we have um, forms that we can give them so that they can okay. give them to their employer or whoever to help help us with that sure. process. Sure. Um, and then there are some other documents that they do have to sign and okay. they have to do that. They would have to do that in person. And, and whether we, that be coming to your office mm-hmm, or, or whether sending we go one. to them. And what we do is set up appointments. Uh, we try to work as much as we can on an appointment system because we don't want them to have to wait. Sure. Uh, at times valuable, theirs and ours. So we don't want them to have to wait. And so you don't have, a as of now, you don't have a, wa- a backlog waiting list of people that you need to get out to. No, to do, you're, no. you're waiting for people to come We're to waiting for people to come in we are well, that's why i'm here today <laughs> is to say that we have this these funds if you need assistance if you're having trouble paying your utility bill your whether it be gas wood electric kerosene we're here to help and just because it's near the end of the calendar year it's the beginning of the year for you that's guys right. so it's the beginning of our funding stream so we have funds available and we also have a crisis program with this component and that that is if you are being cut off or already shut off oh so how does that work well that that, does that like raise the priority level yes it does and that puts you um, with the crisis program your payment is immediate Uh, we process those within two weeks Um, with our regular program we process those monthly okay so if you come in the 1st of October, we will take applications through that month, and then we will process, 
and then those payments will be released usually within 60 days. But if I come in and I say my electricity is going to be cut off on the 25th of this month if I don't have a payment in. It has to be within 48 hours. Within 48 within hours. 48 hours. Okay. We can expedite that process then. That is wonderful, wonderful information. Now, uh, can you give me the website where folks can go uh, to get this online application? It would be uchra.com. UCHRA.com, and it'll be obvious when they, the, yes. there will be a LIHEAP mm-hmm. tab yes. or, or something that they yep. can click on. There'll be a LIHEAP application, and they okay. can click on that tab. Okay, or if they have uh, questions and, and want more information, what's the number that they can call, Sandra? They can call 931-528-1127. That's our central office here, and we can direct them to wherever they need to be. Thank you so much. Or they can stop by the UCHRA office off of South Jefferson, yes, right? Yes, they can at any time. And that's just across from Goodwill. We are there from 8 to 4.30. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. These are the best kept secrets of caregiving, and we don't want them to be a secret anymore. <laughs> Sandra, thank you so much for joining me talking about the Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program. Lots of funds available to help the 14 counties in the Upper Cumberland to make sure that you are not cold this winter by giving you a chance to get some assistance. I'm Marsha Lee. Thank you for listening to the Best Kept Secrets of Caregiving with Marsha Lee and the Upper Cumberland Development District. Check for new episodes or listen to past episodes on demand in the Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry Podcast Center at Newstalk941.com.